All right. I am Aaron Fletcher Smith. Uh, joining me tonight is Dan Grubb. Hi. And our celebrity guest host, Chris Locke. And this is the Dan and Aaron Like Orama. Music! Thank you for that stellar Like Orama theme music, Dan. This is the Dan and Aaron Like Orama. And joining us tonight. It's old acquaintances. Yes, yes, because we're recording this, this literally on for, New Year's Day. Yeah. It's New Year's Day, and uh, God, how long have we known each other, Chris? Like 25 years? Y'all have known uh, each other longer than I've known Mid-90s. Early so, 90s? Yeah, like 27, something like that years. A very, a very long time. Our relationship uh, is old enough to be a grandparent. It's old enough to be an antique car, like the Honda Civics we've been seeing antique plates on on the yeah. road lately. Yeah. You could, uh, you know, get that, and then you could, uh, you know, your friendship wouldn't even have to go in for emissions testing, which is good right. because, mm-hmm. you know, it saves you some with money my, right there. With my antique Beck CDs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hanging off of the... Uh, uh, driver uh, or the passenger seat of your uh, the the uh, flip down uh, window mirror. Wow, we're just a couple me more there. years and a couple more years. I don't have to get emissions test on my Busta Rhymes CDs anymore. Oh my God, you, I don't want to think about. You just on this. take your whole CD collection to Texas, where there is no emissions inspection at all. Oh, there we oh. go. Nice. Or you could move to a state like Tennessee where they don't even have safety inspection. They don't even have safety. That's yeah. right. There's no safety they inspection. They outlawed it. Safety right. at all. Yeah. They die, die like real men. Uh, or at least that's what the bumper sticker says. Yeah, you if get pulled bump- over and the cop's like, why is there so much air in your tires? And he shoots, a, shoots two tires out. Yeah. There. Now you're road official. Your road Howie legal. patrol pulls you over and says, uh, do you know how fast you were going? You say, well, I don't know, like 89, 90. Cop says, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good job. Have fun. Sir, do you know how fast you're going? Yes. Well, that's the problem. Without your speedometer. <laughs> Let me break your speedometer for you so you can enjoy yourself more. It sure is a nice dashboard you got there, boy. It'd be a real shame if something were to happen. <laughs> It's the Southern Mafia. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey there, Guido. Hey, Luigi. Every Tennessee Let, patrol let's car. Let's go make a deal with some dang old Teamsters. Yeah. Uh, every Tennessee patrol car, instead of actually having the like the light bar with the siren on top, it just they they train series of uh, six year olds uh, to just sit on the top of the car with a banjo. And and then they just amplify it with like a bullhorn. So anytime that you're getting chased, yeah. uh, the bluegrass music just speeds up. So if you're if it's a, like a high speed chase, then it's flat and scrugs at like maximum volume, maximum speed. It's like if you saw yeah. the last Mad Max movie uh, with the guitar on the flaming guitar on top of the truck. 
It's like that, right. but a six-year-old with a banjo. And instead of fire, it's Nerf guns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, and uh, no teeth. Speaking of uh, sirens. We have to keep stopping so we can run back and pick up the Nerf arrow. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Put it back in. Wait, wait. You were going to say, Chris, speaking of? You guys, did you guys know that my wife bought me a siren to put in my studio? Oh, hell yeah. Allow oh, me. I'll I'll fire it up for you. It's a hand. Yes. <laughs> Adjusting the volume on my headphones. Yeah. Guess what, everyone out there in podcast land. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, is it the old hand crank? Yeah. The hand uh, crank hand style. Iron. Yeah. That is fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, still cool. make them. That's great. Oh, man. I remember right. we, uh, when I was like, I don't know, 20 or 21, I, on eBay, I got a, uh, a, uh, some kind of alarm. And, uh, but there was no power supply and I couldn't get it figured out. So uh, my dad is an electrician and he, for the listener, not you guys, you know him. Uh, and so he hooked it up to a switch and just a little, and he just wrote on off in Sharpie. And uh, so I started using that for my idiotic band, Johnny No Friends. And in the middle of a song, I just flipped the switch and you go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it was god awful noise. So we were, now I feel we like a artistic. stretch goal for one of us is to own an air raid siren. You know, I think um, once I move well, out, it's your turn, uh, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking so. We we have yeah, our the, alarms. <laughs> yeah, the property that Amanda and I are talking about moving to, I, I think it's uh, it only makes sense that I get like, especially since we're going to be living within proximity to a nuclear power plant. It to totally makes sense. To have, London. Oh, yeah, it totally makes sense to have an air raid siren, so that like literally the entire community is like, oh God. Is this the day? You know, I think. Is there uh, a lot of? Is there a lot of? Uh, is there a big German American community in the Maryland exurbs? Well, <laughs> with, there, there are, there are with zeppelins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should hook up the air raid siren. Hook up your air raid siren to the uh, doorbell, so if anybody comes knocking <laughs> on the door, it's like... <laughs> Just hook it up to your car horn. Yes. <laughs> what did Jason have? A, a, a guy we knew uh, that my brother and Chris went to high school with. He, what, he had it, it was like you pushed one and it played Dixie and you pushed both and it was a train or something like that. What did he have? Uh, he had a 1974 Chevy Nova. I think it was just a standard feature. <laughs> just came stock that you could play 13 different sounds when you hit the horn. I'd believe that. Yeah. Yeah, but he had a tricked out car horn. Oh, and uh, uh, the the tick's face was on the hood. That was like the entire car hood was the tick. That car was awesome. I, I only saw that car. Minor detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and every... McDonald's Happy Meal toy that you could think of glued to the dash. That was the other thing that I remember about that car. I was like, this is so neat! 
That was a weird dude. Yeah, man. So, uh, anyway, loose loose format to this episode is that, you know, Dan and I have now done, I guess for the past three weeks, um, the college radio uh, episodes. Um, Then we kind of broke it up with the comic book episodes. Uh, So this follows up on the college radio episodes. We're going to do this one uh and and pick chris's brain about um him having to uh endure uh interacting with me at wgmu and then um in two weeks or three weeks uh we'll talk with uh jacob uh about uh doing the jake and aaron hella show um and really there's no strict formatting here so um you know, Chris, it, you know, we can talk about college radio. We don't have to talk about college radio. You could tell us what cool stuff you're into. I have no problem with you, you know, pitching Heartless Machine. Um, just the, the loose format originally was to talk about college radio, but really, if you just, if we just want to bullshit, I'm totally fine with that. I feel like I could spend quite a lot of time just telling stories of the dumb things that happened to us that had nothing to do with radio but happened during the radio show those were fun as all get out (laughs) and i actually i i'm i can think of more than a few where you know like maybe 20 years ago maybe even 15 years ago i may have been embarrassed and self-conscious about hearing some of those stories but at this point I, I like, you know, I'm just going to peel the bandaid off. I will say that, you know, there was a night where Locke covered for me for almost 30 minutes as I went into a uh, the back bathroom there and um, puked my guts out. I ended up with some sort of like a stomach virus or something like that. This is long before the days of COVID. And I came back and poor Chris is like, uh you were gone for a while <laughs> i was like yeah we gotta go we're wrapping this shit up i'm dying i remember it totally different oh okay all right oh and this is the first time hearing of you being sick i just remember um you driving us to the studio at warp speed because you can i swear yeah Okay, you were like, oh my god, I got a shit, I got a shit, I got a shit. And then, and you were driving like you, like that was true. <laughs> and I ran in, and you know, you normally had control of the board, and I was yeah. more of a sidekick, I think. And, right. uh, but you were like, hey, uh, go ahead and get it started, and I'll be right there. So I didn't know what to do. I put on the, uh, the music from the video game Tetris, and, uh, hmm. At the same time, I put on the Tuva throat singing CD. <laughs> yeah, it was. for quite some time. Yeah. I will. I will say again that I am so 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 appreciative of the fact that you did that. I honestly. Until you told, until you retold your version of the story, I could not remember which orifice it was coming out of. Just that it was horrible. Oh, it's all I remember. It have been <laughs> Yeah, quite likely. You know, I, I just remember being very turned off of uh, like chicken broccoli for Ooh. because that's I had that, and then after that, um, it left me in ways that I honestly cannot remember. Um, and then for like <laughs> months after that, I would see 
variations on chicken broccoli or like chicken Kiev, and I'd be like, oh, mm, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. Okay. Um, there was one time when uh, the the thermostat was broken in the studio, and it was. 500 degrees oh my god yes it was hot as balls i remember that it was so hot okay so this is the back in the what was it like mid 2000s i guess yeah. it was like oh yeah. four oh five yep yep and uh you know back then people were still sneezing into their hands and yep. nobody carried a handkerchief but you know along comes uh aaron who has this uh, this habit of sneezing down and to the right, like like hunched over and sneezing at the ground. Oh God! So as oh, not God. to um, you know blast a sneeze into everybody's faces or uh, into his own hands, where he would then contaminate surfaces and get other people sick. And I thought like this is a good this is a good habit to have. He he directs his sneezes down and to the right and i feel like that was a, a habit that you established for the health of people around you and i really appreciated it yeah. and then yeah one... into the into the small bucket that he carried in his armpit and yes. then he saved it all up to give you one big splat oh yeah. you guys well, remember sneezy whoever oh, i love whoever sneezy. crossed him yeah. it was uh it was the bucket with the, with the squiggly face drawn on it yeah, old sneezy buck yeah, it was a, a chum bucket that you found down on the dock. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we go into the studio one day, and uh, it's it's 150 degrees. It's, you know, definitely sauna hot in the studio. And so we left the door open, which was against protocol because of soundproofing mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there was one fan. The way the studio was laid out had like yeah, an L-shaped desk. And it's a garbage the, fan, too. It didn't do anything. Yeah, it was trash. And and so you set the fan down on the floor next to you, and uh, and had it directed so that it went across oh, like God. part of you and yep. then toward me, <laughs> L-shaped desk, and uh, yep. and then you sneezed down into the fan. And, yep. Uh, <laughs> I sprayed Chris. God. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's a memory that that I had not remembered that until now, and now I remember vividly every bit of like. Chris's face he just he looked at me with this like face of abject terror you know like <laughs> what in the hell did you just do I could and smell then, it yeah yeah <laughs> and it, it kind of it it slowly dawned on me what exactly I had just done and I was like, it was on my glasses <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. like why you wear glasses kids yeah it's like hey someone um, sneezes into a fan <laughs> It's like the Brachiosaurus like I, sneezing on the kid in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I've told a couple of stories uh, that might embarrass you. I think we should flip the table and tell a story that would embarrass me. Do you remember the one time I had changed deodorants and it didn't work? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I remember like, that. I could smell myself and I was embarrassed. And I said something like at the end of the show. I was like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I just switched deodorants. I don't know if this one is working. And you're like, yeah, it's not. And that was it. <laughs> I I remember that day because it was one of those where I was like, you, you know, okay, we gave each other shit like left, right, up, down, and sideways, but you were still my friend. So like, I was trying my best to like, 
not be an asshole but then at the very end you're like i don't think this deal is working and i was like no dude yeah it's working you were really cool about it and i was i was really embarrassed but like you know it's it's natural the body like does this and so you know it wasn't like a conscious decision i made and so i shouldn't be that embarrassed but i was mortified and then when you were just like yeah no it's it's not working then i don't know if that made it better or worse but you yeah. were really, you were like as cool about it as you could be. <laughs> that and was exactly to... it. Yeah. I tried to be like, play it very chill because yeah, I mean, it's, it's biology and health, you know, I'm not going to throw you under the bus for that. Um, I, knew, I knew it was bad though. I could smell it. So I knew it was bad. The the one, the, the, the one other one that I uh, did think of, and um, my wife mentioned it to me um, when we were getting ready for this was she said, Hey, you should tell the story about, um, when when Chris and I started kicking each other and I actually hurt him because Chris uh, is impossible to hurt. Um, and I was like, when did that happen? And then she told me about the 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 one episode or the, the, the one time that it was both you and it was you and me and Amanda and we all went into the studio and you guys got to I think it was like a shin kicking contest or something. And she apparently like wailed on you in just the wrong place in like the shins or the ankle. And apparently you were like, ow, okay, you win or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't, um, I don't remember that, but it sounds like exactly the kind of thing that happened. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. That, that was a fun episode though, because, uh, it was i think it was like after the third time of trying to get amanda to say something on radio i was like okay i understand that this is not a good decision i'm not going to continue to try and uh push my uh girlfriend at the time soon to be fiance to speak on the air Uh, i'm going to let her and chris continue to have a kick each other in the shins contest and i'll do my best to play whatever garbage we brought in that day i was definitely childish enough at the time to kick someone in the shins multiple times and then cry cry about it later (laughs) i um i'm trying to think of the stuff so dan and i we talked about when we did the when we did the episode we talked about um that when when we We did the the various caca that we did on our shows me doing the a uh at uh woovit down at virginia tech i was doing the worst music I could possibly find. And I think yeah. all of us were playing with three or four or more things playing at the same time, uh, you know, working with sound effects, working with uh, miniature themes. And uh, well, yeah, uh, that was guys... one of the things that um, Chris and I uh, really had a lot of fun with was uh, soundscapes and layering yeah, yeah, audio yeah. and shit like that. And which we, totally stole from the previous iteration that was dan and and aaron like it was it was definitely there was like uh i i remember there being uh a reference to like dan cleaning out the fridge yeah yeah Yeah, no that so that's actually um we would do the so you and i we would get on the air and we would do stuff with whatever audio equipment we could find and actually get piped into like the radio out you know because i remember um you had that like you had it was like a, a like a journalist or a newscaster's like five second delay machine that you brought it in was, one time 
It was called a dictaphone. Oh, dictaphone. Yes. It used a cassette tape, and it it was like a an old, looked like an answering machine, plastic, brown, fake wood. You know, yep. with a speaker grill on top and a little, you know, like play, pause, you know, fast forward, rewind, like an old answering machine. And it had a foot pedal. And yes. when you step on the foot oh, pedal, cool. it would play. And if you take your foot off the foot pedal, it would stop playing. And this was a way for executives to dictate letters. And then a secretary would, would later type it up and she could use the foot pedal to play the the tape and then you could adjust the speed there was a little wheel on it you could adjust the speed yes if if the person on the oh. recording talked too fast or too slow and then you could set the amount of tape it would automatically rewind when you took your foot off the pedal but so it was all could, analog so yeah. if you oh, if you wow. if you slowed it down or sped it up when you were slowing down or speeding up it was the analog method of slow down speed up where as soon as you speed up sound like a chipmunk um, yeah. yeah, and that was to great comedic effect. We used the hell yeah. out of that. <laughs> so I, um, I just recorded myself going, "That's hot," and then I sped it up. So it was like, <laughs> "That's hot," and then I set the the rewind when you take your foot off the pedal to just back it up to the beginning of that. So every time I stepped on the pedal, it would just go, "That's hot, that's hot, that's hot." <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it had me in <laughs> stitches. The first few times we started using it, it's, I'd be like in the middle of like trying to go between one of the songs or like trying to do a PSA or something like that randomly. That's hot. It's like, God damn it. I'm trying to read this fucking PSA about sports drinks or whatever. I wish I still had that piece of equipment. It was it was such a treasure and my mom had a cat that peed directly into the speaker. Oh. Oh no. oh no! Oh, that's unfortunate. That's a real. That's frustrating. That's hot. The, that's hot. <laughs> um, the, uh, the 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 thing that it just slowly uh, died. That's hot. That's hot. It didn't I, die. It just smelled like it did. <laughs> <laughs> Would anyone like this cat urine flavor dictaphone? Um, yes, please. We did um we did the music dinners as well. That was a lot of fun. And that was uh Chris and I would get together before the show. This is very similar to what what Jake and I did with the the uh the Hella show, but instead of writing segments, we would get together and we'd kind of brainstorm and be like, "Let's let's choose a random theme and then let's make a mix and it'll be 5 8 minutes long whatever." And that'll be a thing that we play on the show. And we did everything from like, we, we got really, I would say, you know, probably the, the best one that came out of that was uh, cake and bacon for breakfast. And um, if I can figure out some, any sort of website, not SoundCloud, where I can put that remix, uh, I'll see if I can put that up. Maybe there's a, a, a streaming site out there where maybe I'll be able to put it without it being shut down because of the amount of copyright infringement that's involved in it. But it was a mashup of, let's see here, uh, Cake, uh, Tenacious D, um, Bill Cosby, Patua, shame beyond his name. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Animal House. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, but it was a great remix. It was so much fun to make. Um, that was, that was probably one of the best ones. Back when they called it a mashup. Yes, it was a mashup <laughs> at the time. So we did that. And then 
we kind of ranged from, I mean, we did Dan Grubb's refrigerator where it's like the idea was that you opened the refrigerator door and there were all these dancing, you know, food and stuff like that in there. And, and so we played like five different things all at the same time during that. Um, what was that? Uh, I don't think I, think I know we, that one. We just randomly chose oh, to I name it Dan it. Grubb's refrigerator. Oh, um, okay. It wasn't, was, it wasn't like five things I did or something. Okay. no. Was Chris, was that the one that started with fast and good? What do you recommend that's fast and good? I I don't remember specifically that one, but I would yeah. love to hear it. Yeah, I'll have to go see if I can find that. I know I've got them all backed up. Um, I have on my phone uh, cake and bacon nice. uh, for breakfast. I have music dinner. I keep regulating. Do you remember that? Yes. One? Yes. That one was great. <laughs> we did uh, Warren G and Nate Dog regulators with um, the song that they sampled, I yeah. Keep Forgetting by Michael McDonald. And we just yep. put them back together. That one that one was so good. And, and that was one that I always hoped to get back to eventually. And of course, never did. But it's like that once we hit the breakdown with that, and we had Michael McDonald kind of bouncing in between Warren, uh, Warren G and Nate Dog, that was cool as hell. It yeah. was just one where it was like we ran out of time and we were like, well, this is good enough. Let's and then drive the, uh, down. Yeah. The other one I have on my phone is uh, We Burped This City. Oh, my God. That was so much freaking fun. So, Oh, my God. So I'm a big fan of Dave. Oh, yeah. That was the one that I tried to help, but I couldn't I couldn't pass the muster. Yeah, I'm I'm I failed. I'm a pro at burping. I think you were yeah. impressive, and I, I played second fiddle there. Uh, I'm a big on, fan on of uh, of Diet Coke, and I remember uh, bringing a 12 pack of Diet Coke to your house. Yeah, record this thing, and it it was very spontaneous. We wanted to play. We built this city. Like every week before the radio show, I would go through my record collection, and I would just pull out a handful of records, bring them over, and you would rip them from the vinyl to a CD so we could take the CD into the studio and play these songs. And, uh, and I wanted to play, we built this city by yes. starship Jefferson flight simulator, whatever Jeff it was. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, I brought the record and you had this like, uh, like a little mixer board and microphone, you know, all this audio equipment, right? And you, you were, you set the computer to to record, and then you drop the needle on the record, and I just spontaneously picked up the microphone and burped into it right as the song was starting, and I didn't think the mic was on. <laughs> you burped the entire crescendo of <laughs> rock and and I was like, we're keeping that. We are keeping that, and we are going with that. Yeah, and so we went back and recorded uh, lots and lots and lots of burps, and I drank the entire 12-pack of Diet Coke yeah. that day just to get all of and And we burped, like, most of the lyrics to the song. Yeah, I remember you were armed with the 12-pack. I went upstairs, and I grabbed a two-liter of, like, Dr. Pepper or something like that. And we just sat there, and we worked our way through all five minutes of that song, going back, listening like I remember us making judgment calls on the quality of the burps being like, that was, that was pretty funny, but I'm yeah. not sure we could make that 10% funnier and then wiping yeah. down, starting anew. Yeah. And some of Getting them. Getting the I enunciation missed, right. 
Yep. <laughs> I listen to this song every once in a while, and some of these burps honestly sound like they are on the verge of vomit. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> Especially the ones that are like the high-pitched, closed throat ones. Like, that's <laughs> that's one step there's, away from Upchuck, man. There's one that you, like, you sampled in and put it in as the beat for part of the song, and it's just yes. like... It's so breathy. It's like, eh, eh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's just so empty and hollow. And, and like, I feel every time I listen to this song, I feel like I can smell it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of those expired chili smelling burps. Yes. Um, and bacon for breakfast was freaking awesome. It um, still holds up. It made yeah. me laugh. I hadn't listened to it in a while. And yeah. uh yeah, it got me with that scream. The the one that gets used uh in our house is that mm-hmm. uh my wife and I look at each other and we go, shove two of them up your bloom. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love that. Um and um yeah, we did I keep regulating. Um we did uh Dan Grubb's refrigerator, we did um uh, we burped this city, which is yeah. just gorgeous, uh, yeah. just pitch perfect, wonderful. I listened to um, it the break while while we we're taking a pause. Uh, uh, we burped this city off. <laughs> uh, um, there were some other ones that we did because I know we did that segment for an entire semester. Yeah, um, so it's almost uh, what like twelve weeks. Uh, so we had we had one once every other week. No, we had once one, we recorded one every week, but I think I only ended up with like eight or nine of them in my saved bin. I think there might've been a handful of nights where we looked at each other and said, fuck it. Let's not record anything. Let's just go in with guns a blazing with every record and tape and audio thingy we can find. Yeah. And there was one, one episode where I think you were sick or out of town or something yeah, and um, and I went with a friend of my, well, I don't have any friends, but I knew this, I knew this uh-huh. uh, this girl, and we went in together, and it was the um, it was like techno night, mm. and, and so I just played a lot of like Prodigy and nice. uh, you know, like the Hackers soundtrack, and just right all trash electronic music. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that um, yeah, I think I remember that night, and I was just like, I can't go. Um, oh, but I did a I did a mashup for that show that was um, it was okay. So back in the this is this is how um, the the keep regulating thing was possible was I had a twelve inch single the vinyl of Regulate by Warren G and Nate Dog that had the acapella version. That's so right. Oh. Yeah, and that was the only way. That- we were able to do it because you had that i remember that now and i remember us recording that and then we that was so much fun too just yeah. sitting there and figuring out where we could drop in the acapella of them rhyming it that was yeah. a, hell of a lot of fun so back then you get singles you go get it like a cd single of a popular song and it would have the instrumental version and the acapella version or whatever and yeah. so i had the single for firestarter by prodigy and it came with the instrumental version. And so I, I took the instrumental version of Firestarter 
and I put um, C is for Cookie by Cookie Monster. Over. Yes! <laughs> yes! I remember you, yeah. It was so simple and just elegant. It worked really well, and it was it was very little effort to do. It was so perfect, though. It was so pitch perfect. Now, what starts with the lip? Oh, God, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good times. So we did, um, yeah, we did. A the... for fire starter. <laughs> um. What did we do? Uh, we did crap plastic, plastic, and vinyl, and then we did KPVX the next semester, or maybe it was two semesters. Um, yeah, I think and, they moved it to later at night, so yes. fewer people would hear it. Be bothered by us. Um, and then we and really went crazy. That was yeah, yeah. That was the point where because we realized that nobody else was paying attention. Um, that was also the period of time where you introduced me to Negative Land, which I am so thankful and appreciative for. And um, man, after I got into Negative Land, that it was all over um, yeah. for uh, basic the basic concept of levels uh, on that radio show <laughs> because um, we uh, like I fell in love with uh, that one that one. Um, uh, track from Negative Land, uh, Clowns and Ballerinas. That was so much fun. I remember you and I doing like a 10 minute like skit in the background as we were like trying to fix the levels. And we yes. played it off as if it was a nice little recording from my cousin. And oh, that was so much fun. Um, yeah. But just the concept of like, okay, if these folks got away with this on like AM out in California, there's no reason we can't get away with this on like limited college radio AM slash FM plus getting it streamed into people's dorm rooms, you know, let's just, you know, fill the mic out with as much weirdness as possible. That, that period of time was fantastic because there's, there's no specific like song skits that I remember. I just remember us watching the timer count down between 20 minute intervals of uh, time that we could play everything that we wanted over itself um, at all times and all the time. And then going, Oh shit, shit, shit. Okay. Everybody quiet for a second. I'm going to do the PSA, you know, blah, blah, blah. PSA, right. And then go right back into, okay, well now that that's out of the way, just audio chaos. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But legal and, audio chaos. Well, it was, it was legal except compliant. for compliant. There was one time I said a swear, but we don't have to talk about that. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you didn't. That That's didn't all right. happen. Yeah. yeah. It happened. Well, I, 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 said I tried I to uh, manually bleep some swears on a song at like two in the afternoon a couple times with about an 80% success rate. Because <laughs> we had, if you, if you cut the track, it was hooked up to stop the CD player, but uh, further up on the on the mix board was um, the uh, little lights that would turn off like whether it was transmitting. It was three rows. One of them was like, is it transmitting to the antenna or not? And one was to check um, 
like a monitor so you could test something so you could find a, the right thing before you put it on the air and uh, so yeah I would have the monitor play and during the swear word I would shut off the transmission so that I was bleeping it out and then oh. I also tried to do it with a a track that was just a bleep um, and that was way messier uh, I guess that yeah that would make sense because then you're having to do a quick like a very quick toggle between song and bleep yeah i would anytime that chris and i and then anytime that jake and i wanted to play songs on air that had cuss words usually the thing that i would do is like during the prep afternoon before the show i would take the track i would pull it into whatever audio editor i was using and i had this um giant cd of Hanna barbera sound effects that I had uh, ripped into my computer. <laughs> and so I still have um, John Spencer Blues Explosion and Dismemberment Plan tracks that are floating around in my music library. And every once in a while, if I put them in the wrong spot, they get uploaded to iCloud. And someone in the house will be like, hey, Siri, play John Spencer Blues Explosion. And the version with like, boy, 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 over the cuss words will baby, play. Baby, baby, you sure like to... Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Hey, Siri, stop, for Pete's sake. <laughs> should not have talked to her. So last year when I was, uh, I was teaching virtually... Oh, my God. Siri, stop. Hey, Siri, stop. Good hey, Siri, it call 911. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forget which call brand police. our thing is, but um, we moved and we didn't get it hooked up to the new Wi-Fi. We oh, were having okay. trouble doing that. And so anytime you say a word that sounds a little bit like the thing's name, mm. it'll give you like a 30-second you know dissertation about exactly why it isn't working and what it needs to do and how to troubleshoot right. it and, and it like i know i know i know yeah it's like please so, stop. Um, we're aware so luckily last the cat year, peed on it so that fixed it oh well, that's last year we had the uh the the lockdown and all the kids were at home and i was teaching virtually and um the this one, you know, the, the Google Meet or whatever had 28 kids in it, and none of them had their cameras on, and all of cool. them were muted. And every once in a while, somebody would unmute accidentally, and we would all get a glimpse into that person's home life just for, <laughs> for a moment. You know? right. So at one point, uh, we're in the middle of class, and I'm teaching the kids how to, you know, make a mug or whatever, something stupid. And... And this kid accidentally unmuted, and we all heard, Alexa, shut up. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're saying. Alexa, <laughs> shut up. Sorry. I'm so She's like, shut the F up. She's like yelling. At the and there's like all this other chaos going around. Like there must have been a party going on in her house. There's all these voices. Everybody's talking. She's watching a movie. I don't know. And she's, she's arguing. She's like, Alexa, shut up. And, and I leaned in real close. And like all the other kids could hear what was happening. So I'm sure they're all really enjoying this. And the girl had no idea she was unmuted. So I leaned in real close and I cut my hand around the microphone so it would 
it would resonate real loud. And I went, Alexa, play Despacito. <laughs> and the thing was like, now playing Despacito. And she goes, oh, shit. And like, <laughs> and, mind, and the whole class starts laughing. And like, they were all just typing in the chat, like, LOL, that's so funny. Oh, my God. You know, you, you turned her thing. And then kids were like, mine went, went off, too. And all these kids started typing. Yeah. Mine's playing Despacito, too. Oh, my God. And so then every once in a while, like, I'd be in the middle of class and I'd be like, Alexa, call 911. And I'd be like, oh shit, no, don't do it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I just oh, had to God. unplug mine to tell that story because I didn't want to set it off while right. I was telling the story. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to keep that in mind the next time that I end up on a video chat. Um, see how many uh, uh, Alexas and series I can get to do my bidding remotely. God, I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, I just I just thought of my office is working remotely and there's several thousand people. And I'm just thinking, when's the next like quarterly business review where I yeah. could <laughs> yeah. where I could Man. get fired? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. could just ask some real, real raunchy question like, like, Alexa, what's wrong with my butthole? <laughs> all just, like, I'm not sure, yeah. but this is what I found on the internet by searching yeah. what's wrong with my butthole. Right. <laughs> my, my favorite one to do is anytime that I come into someone else's house and they say, "Oh yeah, we, we've got an Alexa, or we've you know we've got a series to uh, ask it to play Raining Blood by Slayer because uh, I always feel like that's, you know, yeah. well, you know, you need to test the audio. So, you know, hey, play Raining Blood by Slayer. Yes, of course, play Raining Blood by Slayer. And then everybody looks at me <laughs> like, why? Why did you do that? Why? I'm like, because it's trying Slayer. to improve your house. Yeah. You don't, you're you don't want to listen to Slayer? Cool. Yeah. You're just establishing dominance. It's a power. Exactly. Move. Exactly. <laughs> I'm establishing audio dominance. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Aaron. So this interview with Chris was so good that I chose to break it up. So we're going to have two episodes. Um, got this one that's just finished up. Then we're going to have a second one the week after that. Hope you guys tune in for that as well. This is uh, the Dan and Aaron like a Rama. No music! <laughs>